Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm Casey. I'm Sarah. And we are Relatively, Relatively Dark. go okay today we are going to do something a bit different okay i don't know if this is going to be something that we do again or more than once <laughs> oh, that is the definition of again <laughs> but this is what we're doing today at least so, once this is what we're doing okay we are going to talk about to talk about true crime throughout history so we're going to do a This Day in History type episode for the month of October. Cool. So just little snippets of info that may have been like things that were too short to be like a whole episode or something. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Okay. I have a disc- Let's go ahead. Go. I have a disclaimer. Okay. Not all dates are guaranteed. Okay. Some sources revealed conflicting information. Everything you hear today will be presented to the best of my ability and what I believe to be true. Okay. Everything we hear. Shut up. (laughs) It didn't come out quite right. Wanted to throw that out there first. Though you can't be like, well, she said it was this day and it wasn't. Gotcha. Okay. We're not historians. Right. So, October 1st. On this day, I have a few different things. In 1910... The Los Angeles Times building was bombed. Hmm. Never yep. heard of that. Well, now you have. <laughs> Unfortunately, this bombing killed 21 people. Hmm. A man named Harrison Otis worked as the Los Angeles Times publisher. He was anti-union, and he felt that the attack was directed at him. Hmm. So, the investigation by a hired private detective pointed to John J. McNamara. No guarantees on that. This man worked as a treasurer for a union company, and the investigation led to him and his brother. Mm. These two brothers were charged with the crime, and they pled guilty to avoid the death penalty. Gotcha. Now, on October 1st, 1993, there was the kidnapping of a 12-year-old little girl named Polly Class. Mm-hmm. I know of her. Okay. She was abducted from her home in California. She was found murdered. Her killer was a man named Richard Allen Davis, who had been to prison before. And there is now a new law in California. Well, not really new-ish, but after this, it was new. And (laughs) it was called the Three Strikes Law. Yep. And it was, it came to pass with the help of her father. Yeah. And it states that anyone who's been convicted of three felonies gets a life sentence. Mm Mm-hmm. So that way, they're not in jail over and over and over again and then out again to do the same thing like this Mm -hmm. man did. Which there is some controversy regarding that because of people who commit felonies that have nothing to do with murder or kidnapping or something like that like drugs yeah so they're getting life sentences for repeat i think there should be a stipulation as to what crimes the felonies involve agreed i think that that is something they are actually working toward because there are people who don't agree with just that black and white yeah but that is something good that came from that though i think yeah same day, October 1st, 2005, suicide bombers struck Bali. Mm. Bali is an island off the coast of Indonesia, and it's a popular tourist spot. Yeah. There were over 50 people injured, and 22 were killed. 
the man behind the bombs is believed to be, I'm going to try to say this. You got it. Jamal Islamia or Islamia. It's an Indonesia, leave me alone. But he <laughs> is part of an Islamic Islamist militant group with possible ties to Al-Qaeda. I don't think it's ever been proven, though, or completely solved. Gotcha. So now we're moving on to October 2nd. In 2002, this was the first attack of the Beltway snipers. Do you know about them? No. Okay. <laughs> so these snipers, over the course of three weeks, killed 10 people and injured another three throughout Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. Dang. Yeah. The first shooting happened on October 2nd in Maryland, and the next four occurred by 10 o'clock the next morning. Dang. Yes. They were not wasting any time. No. On the plus side, and also during the month of October, on the morning of the 24th, Lee Boyd Malvo and John Allen Muhammad were arrested for the crimes. Good. So, they both were sentenced to life without parole, along with Muhammad receiving the death penalty. Hmm. And he was executed on November 10th, 2009. Okay. So, that's crazy. I'd never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. On October 3rd, in 1995, O.J. Simpson was acquitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I debated on even throwing any details in about this one because it's so popular. It's one of those that, like, I would like to cover, but there's so much information. There's so much mainstream stuff about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, do people really need another podcast covering it? Right. And I wouldn't make it what it would need to be to get all of the information. Right. So. There's so much but just a little bit of background. Simpson was a professional football player who played as a running back. Running back. Yep. A ru- he played as a running back. From Kentucky. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. For the uh, Buffalo Bills. He was charged with the murder of his wife and her friend. And this case was very popular. Became nationwide news. And despite an insane amount of evidence, he was found not guilty. Mm-hmm. If anybody's interested in seeing the infamous white Bronco... Well, as of 2019, it was at the Alcatraz Crime Museum in Pigeon Forge. All right. And I got to see it, and it was very cool. I also saw Ted Bundy's car, which is cooler. (laughs) So on to the fourth. In 1970, Janis Joplin passed away. Oh, Janice. I like her. Bobby McGee is my favorite Janis Joplin song. (laughs) That might be the only one that I really know very well, and I feel a little ashamed Ashamed. to say that. But anyway... Miss Joplin was an iconic musician throughout the late 1960s. Mm -hmm. She was carefree and Mm -hmm. headstrong woman. Mm -hmm. And she was late to a recording session and was found dead from an accidental heroin overdose. Yep. Unfortunately. Yep. How a lot of them go. So I decided to include her because... She's awesome. Well, heroin is illegal and this is true crime. So, kind of... It wasn't really a murder or nothing, but... Any chance you get to mention Janice Joplin, though, take it. (laughs) Just take it. Okay. Future reference. Or future. No, whatever. Anyway. Just put that in your back pocket. Okie (laughs) dokie. Anywho. In 2002, on the same day, American trader John Walker Lind was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Do you know who he is? I don't think so. Me neither. Mm Mm-hmm. I do now. I was I like, um. <laughs> I did it then, but I do now. <laughs> Me neither. Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Anywho, he was fighting with the Taliban during the Afghanistan war in 2001. Okay. Yes, he was charged with com- 
crimes. <laughs> he said, yeah, he was tortured. <laughs> he was, stop making fun of me. You're making this very hard. I'm sorry. He was charged with crimes related to helping terrorists and harming U.S. citizens. And he agreed to a plea bargain of the 20 years. Mm. That's not cool, dude. Right. So he was a terrorist. Traitor. Helping the terrorists. Afghanistan. <laughs> Just say terrorist like that again. Terrorist. He was a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> we need these laughs from the last yeah. episode. Y'all yeah. don't know, but we had to actually take a little break in the middle of the episode and get our emotions in check and stuff because it yes. hit us that hard. So we needed this. Yeah. Not that that's a good thing. The dude, terrorist dude, served. is not a good thing. But yeah, you are a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. He's taking amusement in my mess-ups. Yes. Okay, so same day, October 4th, 2011. Michael Morton was mm-hmm. a man in jail. He was released from prison after DNA evidence proved he was innocent. Okay. He was convicted of his wife's murder and spent 25 years in jail. Wow, justice system. Yes. DNA wasn't tested until obviously much later after being pushed by an appeal. Mm-hmm. And it revealed the DNA of another man named Mark Allen Norwood. Hmm. So there are obviously more details than what I've mentioned right. on what was tested and everything. But yeah. So on October 4th in 2011, he was released after 25 years. That's crazy. I'm glad he got out though. Right. For his wife's murder too, let alone. That is awful. Shoo. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. October 5th. 1892. Okay. A famous robbery gang was caught after a year and a half. Good. This gang was called the Dalton Gang, and they robbed mostly trains in Oklahoma. Mm. They decided to go back to their hometown of Coffeyville. Oh, I want to live there. I don't know how else you would say that. It's C-O-F-F-E-Y-ville. Coffeyville? I'm saying Coffeyville because that's cooler. <laughs> Kansas, <laughs> by the way. Kansas. And they tried to rob two banks at once. While they were trying to rob these two banks, civilians recognized one of them, Mm -hmm. and they rallied together to stop them. Civilian justice. Yes. The townspeople waited for the gang members outside of the banks, and when the gang tried to leave, they were shot at. Hmm. And all of the members were killed except one. Dang. So after a year and a half, that was the end of the Dalton gang. The end. Yeah. That one's interesting. I like that one. Yeah, I don't like You know what I mean. They know what we mean. We don't have to explain it every time. (laughs) (laughs) On October 6th. 1866. Okay. Back in the Western days. The first train robbery in American history by actually stopping a moving train. Hmm. So apparently before this, bandits would come and rob trains that were stopped at the stations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This was the first one where they actually held up a train, stopped it in like a vacant area. They stopped it in its tracks. <laughs> Maybe that's where that came from. I don't know. We're learning all kinds of phrases and stuff. Either. But... The word I'm thinking of is like a, out in the middle of a desolate area. Yes, thank you. That's yeah. not the word, but it fits perfect. So I stopped the train and actually robbed it that way. First one in history. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. This was executed by brothers John and... I'm so sorry. I did not do my research. Simeon? Simon? It's S-I-M-E-O-N. I would think Simeon. I would think so, too. I don't know. Anyway, Reno. The Reno brothers. Okay. <laughs> They stopped the train in Jackson County, Indiana. I said Western. It's not Western. I was wondering. I was like, what? Well, I, I was like, well, at first you I said forgot, Reno I'm after sorry. a decent pasta. I was like, I thought this was Western. And they was like, oh, that's their last name. And then some <laughs> Indiana. And I'm like, huh? 
Yeah, my bad. I thought it was. I forgot. Get it together. Anyway, they left with $13,000. Okay. Dang, that's yeah. a lot back then. Mm-hmm. Did you do the inflation? No, I did not. I just knew it was a lot. That round. Can I look, look it up real quick? Yeah, I don't care. So $13,000 in 1866 is equivalent in purchasing power to about $242,673.21 today. Yeah, that was a lot. That is a lot of moolah, y'all. Okay, um, same day, October 6th in 1981, the president of Egypt, Anwar Sadat, Anwar, Sadat, whatever, I'm sorry, he was assassinated. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was killed along with 10 other people during a parade or some other type of event. Hmm. Different sources, different things. A lieutenant of the Egyptian army led a group of terrorists that threw grenades and shot at the officials. Dang. Yeah. 25 men were charged with something related to the assassination, partly because they admitted their involvement. Yeah. Because they believed in what they stood for, so they took credit for it. Yeah. Four of those men were executed and 17 went to jail. Hmm. Sure, yeah. Bet you didn't know that either, did you? I did not. Nope. On October 9th, in 1942. Happy birthday, Luke and our scuzz. Yep. Way before they were born, but, you know. <laughs> okay, sorry. In what year again? 1942. Okay. Bootlegger Roger the Terrible Tui escaped from prison. Okay. He was sentenced to 99 years hmm. after being convicted of a kidnapping. He was actually framed by Al Capone. Oh, that mm, Al. Because Capone didn't like the competition. Of course not. Yeah. You don't mess with weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> After Tui escaped, he was caught a couple months later. He was released in 1959, but three weeks later, he was murdered. Mm-hmm. And nobody... I wonder who did it. Right, yeah. There were never any arrests for his murder. Probably because Mr. Capone had the cops... They was in cahoots. ...on his payroll, is what yeah. the words I was trying to think mm -hmm. of. Now we're going to move to October 10th. In 1991, Joseph Harris killed two of his former co-workers. Okay. See if you know this one. Okay. He was fired from his job at a post office in Ridgewood, New Jersey. After more than a year, Harris murdered four people. Hmm. His supervisor from when he worked at the post office and her fiance. And then the next morning, two of his former co-workers on October 10th. Dang, he's salty. Yeah. He struggled with mental illness his whole life. Hmm. He was born in a prison. And his defense team claimed he was insane. He was given the death penalty, but he died of natural causes while he was in prison. Dang, that's sad on a lot of levels. Yep, that was a pretty crazy story, though. He ended up committing another murder before these that they didn't connect to him hmm. until these murders. Yeah, that he, happens a lot. Yeah, and he had, like, samurai swords and a bunch of different kinds of weapons. He dressed up in a ninja outfit. I feel like I vaguely have heard yeah. about this if you want to find more about it it's a pretty crazy story yeah sounds like it yeah so october 14th 1975 the trial for the amityville murders began i don't even know if i knew that it was real i knew it was real and then like way after that i heard a little bit about it mm -hmm. and now i still don't know a lot of details Okay. But I had thought about covering it at some point, but yeah. I've never... Well, here's just a little bit of background info, and obviously there's plenty more out there if you wanted to cover it. Yeah. 
Ronald DeFeo Jr. was charged with killing his parents and his four siblings on November 13, 1974. His lawyers tried to say that he was insane, but he was still found guilty and sentenced to six consecutive terms of 25 to life. Mm-hmm. A man named George Lutz bought the house, but he and his family moved out after only 28 days because he thought that the house was haunted by the spirits of the DeFeo family. Mm-hmm. So the very popular book and the movies, The Amityville Horror, were based on this case and Lutz's beliefs. Yeah. Because I started thinking, wait a minute, that movie, that name doesn't sound familiar. And then whenever I heard that George Lutz bought the house, I was like, okay. So the story of the movie is based on, let's say, if George stayed there, I guess, and his family. Yeah. At least, I can't remember, like, the newer version with Ryan Reynolds. It's George Lutz. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I but looked. I was going to say like the early one, at least. That's yeah. the one that I've, you know, that we grew up on right. watching. Yeah. And I've seen the Ryan Reynolds one, but I think maybe yeah. just once. Yeah. So. I looked it up and Ryan Reynolds plays George Lutz as well. Okay. Yep. That's interesting. See, I didn't know that. I didn't I know didn't that. either. I thought it was like the original family. Yep. But it was just too. a play Because I, I was like, in the movie, it's the father that murders, you know, or that tries to murder his family, not a son that murders his parents and his siblings. Yeah. So, I was like, I was confused. Question. Okay. When you think of Amity, the Amityville Horror, at least the original that we grew up watching, mm-hmm. what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Do you mean like an image or Just the what? first thing with the movie that comes to your mind. The House of the Eyes. Uh, I mean. <laughs> mine's the flies. Oh. In the window. Ew. That's the first thing I think of every time. No, I see the dark house with the lights on in yeah. the two windows. That makes sense. The House with the Eyes. <laughs> the House with the Eyes and the yep. Flies. oh gosh okay so that was a true story i didn't know that maybe i wasn't the only one hopefully (laughs) anywho october 15th 1948 arthur eggers he was a man who murdered his wife he was executed and he murdered his wife in january of 1946 because he thought that she had been unfaithful Hmm. he ended up selling his car to a police officer i don't know if he knew at the time that he was a police officer or not yeah but this officer noticed what looked like blood in the trunk and after he was connected to the crime, there was a mountain of other evidence, and he was convicted. That That is so familiar. The selling his car to a police officer. I've heard that somewhere, but I... Well, one part that I kind of left out, but I was going to leave out, but I'll go ahead and tell you. Her hands, I think, and her head was cut off. That sounds so familiar. So, you might... But I can't even... You might know it. But he wasn't connected to it for a long time. There was just... It took him even a long time to even identify who she was. Yeah. And then after they identified her... The name and a few of those details is just ringing a big old bell. Yep. It didn't say... The source that I used didn't say if he knew that there was a cop that he sold the car to. But yeah. after that, it was over. And then he was executed on the 15th. Wow. Yep. October 16th. 1793. Wow. Taking it way back. Yep. Marie Antoinette. Mm. She was beheaded for treason. Yep. I don't have any other info on that one. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. This one, 1991, George Joe Hennard committed mass murder in Colleen, Texas. Uh, he drove his truck into a Ruby's restaurant and opened fire. Dang. 23 people were killed. Another 20 were injured. He was shot multiple times before he killed himself. And one good thing that did come from this was a new law that was passed that allowed Texas residents to carry concealed weapons if they had a permit. They weren't allowed to do that before this. Yeah. Yep. And what year was this? 1991. Dang. Yep. 
Ever since then, everybody in Texas got gun. <laughs> yeah. This one's a little lighter. Okay. October 17th, 1906. Wilhelm Voigt, he was a German shoemaker. He successfully robbed a mayor. Robbed a mayor? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, he put on the uniform of an army officer, a position above the soldiers. I don't know exactly what he said that he was, but whatever it was, he was above... Like a sergeant a, or the a German, colonel yeah, or something. Captain something, yeah. He told the soldiers that the mayor was under arrest, and the soldiers abided. <laughs> so they arrest him. Voigt confiscated 4,000 marks from a cash box that the mayor had. How much is that? I don't know what marks. I didn't either, but based on research, it's <laughs> somewhat around what would be 11,000 today. 11,000 so, U.S. dollars? Yes. Okay. So it's not that much, but it's still a decent amount of money. Yeah. He told the troops to take the mayor to the police. Voigt didn't go with them. <laughs> so he didn't, he didn't took off with the money while they're taking the mayor to the cops. Um, on the way, they all realized that they had been tricked, but the mayor actually found it funny. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He was caught after a few days. He was sentenced to four years in prison. Well, he didn't find it that funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, well, hold on. The mayor actually helped him get out before he even served two years. <laughs> That's great. I like I that mean, story. That's awesome. Though? So it's even more funny because here's a quote from the source that I used. Voigt wound up a folk hero for the rest of his days. Wearing the captain's uniform, he posed for pictures for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I thought so too. I, I liked that one. I it's still too. true crime. It's still, he robbed somebody, he served time. But... He did commit <laughs> a crime. Exactly. Uh, the same day in 1931, Al Capone went to jail for tax evasion. Mm -hmm. This marked the beginning of the end for Capone after everything else that he had done. Yeah, it was tax, a lot. It was tax evasion that got him, that they were able to pin on him. Mm -hmm. Crazy, I think. He is crazy. Aw. So, October 23rd. <laughs> you just keep saying it like, so. Dr. Barnett. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, October 23rd, 1998. Okay. Dr. Barnett Slepian? 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 I don't Slepian. know how to say that. Sorry. Slepian? Uh, he was murdered for performing abortions. Mm. The murderer was James Charles Cop. He was a member of a group that called themselves the Army of God. Okay. You maybe you need a different name, sir. Agreed. This was a sniper shot, and there were four before this. But those shots didn't kill the victims. He wasn't caught until 2001. And cop's defense stated that he didn't mean for Dr. Slippian to die. He just wanted to hurt him. Which kind of backs up in the story the fact that the other ones... Yeah. But he was convicted and sentenced to, sentenced to 25 to life. Yeah. I understand so. if you feel strongly about that. But if mm -hmm. you see it as murder, if that's your take on it, you can't really justify using murder as a way to yeah, or even harm retaliate against, against being. murder. Right. So agreed. Okay, the next one is on was on October twenty fifth, nineteen ninety four. Okay, a woman claims her car was stolen. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Can uh, I guess? Yeah. Susan Smith. Yep. Yep. Okay. Sorry. All right now. <laughs> she claimed her car was stolen in South Carolina in order to cover up her own crime. Mm -hmm. She murdered her own children by driving her car into a lake. She reported to the police that her car was stolen with her children inside. 
Smith assumed that they would find the vehicle in the lake and believe that whoever had stolen the car committed the murders. Mm -hmm. But after nine days, with no apparent leads on the missing children, she turned herself in and she was sentenced eventually to life in prison. Yep. Yep. Bad lady. Oh, yeah. That's so sad. Apparently, she had gotten with another man and speculated that he didn't want children. So, she's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Then, golly. Give them to somebody who does want children. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh. Okay, this one. I like this one. I mean, I like, okay, whatever. <laughs> October 26th. This is 1881. This one is in the West. Okay. Are you sure? So, it's in Indiana? Um, you, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> in arizona gotcha gosh it's the famous gunfight at the okay corral okay <laughs> in tombstone arizona she is like very you know aggressively staring me down and pointing and it's making me uncomfortable don't be rude anyway do you don't know be this? wrong <laughs> gosh if we if we couldn't be wrong we'd be in a world of trouble goodness we're wrong all the time yeah i mean not <laughs> Not 100% of the time. <laughs> Nothing we ever tell y'all is true. <laughs> this is oh always wrong gosh. crime. <laughs> oh, man. Shoo. Okay. Do you know what this is? I don't think so. Okay. You might hear in a minute. Wow. Well, I will. You're going to tell me. Well, I mean, it might ring a bell. I gotcha. Whatever. I'm going to. We're going to throw down after this is over, just so y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> so, it happened in 1881. On one side of the gunfight were the Earp brothers, Earp. Wyatt, mm-hmm. Wyatt Earp, what? Okay, Morgan and Virgil, along with their friend Doc Holliday. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Wyatt gotcha, Earp. Gotcha. Come on. Anyway, on the other side were the Clanton brothers, Ike and Billy, the McLaurie brothers, Tom and Frank, and Billy Claiborne. Gotcha. The shootout ended after thirty seconds with Billy and Clanton. <laughs> There was not a man named Clanton. <laughs> Billy and Clanton. With Billy Clanton and both McLaurie brothers dead. Mm-hmm. This rivalry and gunfight are depicted in a lot of movies, but probably the most famous one is Tombstone, starring Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer. See, I've never seen that movie. That's good, actually. Luke watched it, and I kind of, it was on. Caught yourself getting invested. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on <laughs> to October 27th. Okay. 1940. Okay. John Joseph Gotti Jr. was born. Do you know who that is? Sounds vaguely familiar, but no. Gotti was a mafia boss. Oh, duh. And yeah. in charge of the Gambino crime family. Gotcha. Yeah. So. I was like, I know Gotti. Yep. I feel like I'm Boston. I'm just Boston. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Do they call them like Bo Bostonians? Okay. What? A, what? Whenever I say Gotti. Okay. It's Joe Gotti. <laughs> John Joseph Gotti Jr. All right, anyway. Now we are on to October 29th, 1618. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yes. Long time ago. Sir Walter Raleigh, he was beheaded in London for conspiracy against King James I. There's a lot of that going on around them there, Tom's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, not really anymore. <laughs> anyway, so. Still on October 29th in 1901, Leon Cholgos. 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 Okay. Cholgos. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, gosh. Anyway. He was executed by electric chair on this day. 
1901. Okay. Of the 29th. <laughs> in 1901 of the 29th. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said on this day, but it's not this day. Anyway, he was executed by the electric chair. Oh, sparky. Because, don't be funny. Sorry. You're making me laugh. Because he assassinated our 25th president, William McKinley. Oh. Who came before Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't. Me either. He approached the president at an event that was being held in Buffalo, New York. He shot him twice with a gun that he had covered up with a handkerchief. Hmm. Yeah. He had it in his right hand, and the president actually reached for his left hand to shake his hand. He didn't think anything about it. And he was shot twice. That's so sad. Yeah. He was an anarchist that thought that the government was corrupt and led by the president. Yeah. So, yeah. On October 31st, 1984, there was an Indian prime minister, Indira Gandhi. Okay. She was murdered. Okay. Or assassinated. This woman was the daughter of the first prime minister, and she is not related at all. To the Gandhi that we know who fasted and all that stuff. Gotcha. She was assassinated by two of her own bodyguards. Dang. Yeah. There's a lot of other political Treason. Stuff. Yeah, that goes into that. So <clears throat> didn't want to add all that part to understand. Yeah. Um, even if you told me, I probably wouldn't be able to comprehend all of that. Yeah. I do know that her son took over. That's good. So, yeah. Okay. 1993. Here's the last one. It's kind of sad. River Phoenix passed mm-hmm. away from a drug overdose when he was only 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sad. was, yeah, he was an actor. Two of the films that he starred in that may have been his most popular ones were My Own Private Idaho and Stand By Me. Yeah, he's really known for Stand By Me. Really? I had never seen that. I don't think I've seen it either. Oh, okay. Maybe, but I know that but that's... You, yeah, okay. He also played a young Indiana Jones in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. His younger brother is Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I did Joaquin. not. <laughs> Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know that part, so. Yep. Yeah. Mr. Joaquin Phoenix. So, that's all I have for true crime throughout history for the month of October. You don't have anything for October 32nd? <laughs> no, there is no October 32nd, Sarah. Well, I enjoyed that episode. I found it very, very interesting. I'm Good. glad. <laughs> I just thought that it would be something along the lines of a little bit more lighter. Yeah. Very informative. I would think so. Gets the wheels a turning to other things. Yeah. And there could be elaborated episodes later on about some of this stuff, possibly. Or more volumes of different months. Yeah. Possibly. Yep. I think it's a good way to throw in little bits and pieces of things that have happened throughout history that, like I said, people don't think about or they don't know about. Or they've heard a name, but they don't really know the story behind it, like me. Hmm. Or especially, like, stuff that, like, I would like people to know about or I think it's interesting, but I don't have, there's not enough info to do a whole episode on. Yeah. So, yeah. If you don't like it, I apologize. Well, I did. So (laughs) you don't have to apologize to me. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um. Email us your personal stories, your thoughts, your theories, your case suggestions. Questions. Questions. 
Follow us on Instagram. Yes. And I don't think we ever really mentioned it, but if you follow our Instagram and also join our Facebook group, that is where you will see all the pictures of the victims. Anything related to our episode. Yes. That's where all of those are. That's what our Instagram is. Yeah. Is all of our photos related to what we cover. Yep. And our Facebook page has those photos as well, as long as any updates or announcements that we might feel the need to let you know. (laughs) that's where we will do all of the things yeah so you can become a relative yes by signing up for a patreon Mm -hmm. three buckaroonies a month yes if you join you will really get a taste of our personality especially with our latest episode (laughs) yeah so yeah yep do all those things tell all your bodies pass the word (laughs) and keep listening Yes, please. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you later. Goodbye.